Macworld Podcast number 315 for August 15th, 2012. Welcome to another Macworld Podcast. I'm Chris Breen. Now the mountain lion has been out for a while, it's time that we exposed you to some of the little tips and tricks that might make your experience with it more enjoyable. In this episode, we do a quick round the virtual tips table with the three Dans, Miller, Morin, and Frakes, plus Lex Friedman and yours truly. I'll kick it off. By now you should be aware that you can tweet directly from within Notification Center. And if you're not aware of it, I'll tell you how. Just click on the Notification Center icon in the top right corner of your Mac's display, click in the Click to Tweet area, enter your message, and click Send. But suppose you have more than one Twitter account. How do you choose which to tweet from? Well, that's simple enough. When you click in the Click to Tweet field and have more than one Twitter account configured on your Mac, you'll see a From entry. Click here, and you can choose the Twitter handle that you'd like to use. Like Lion before it, Mountain Lion has an autosave feature, one where your work in supported applications is automatically saved every so often, and you have the ability to go back in time to move to earlier versions of your work. With Mountain Lion, Apple introduced a little safety net feature. Now, normally when you close a file in an autosave compatible application, the file is saved at the point where you closed it, but you can override that behavior. To do that, launch System Preferences, Click the General Preference, and enable the Ask to Keep Changes When Closing Documents option. Now when you close one of these documents, you'll be asked if you'd like to save it as it is, or revert to the last saved version. Choose the option that makes the most sense to you. If you're one of the few people who used OS X's Speakable Items feature, where you could order your Mac to do one thing or another by voice, and then have it stubbornly refuse to do it in all but the rarest occasions, you may be wondering where this feature's gone. Now, you might guess that it's been moved to the Dictation and Speech System Preference, but you'd guess wrong. No, Speakable Items is now in the Accessibility Preference. Click on that preference, and then choose Speakable Items from the bottom of the list of available options. There you'll find the options of old for switching on the feature, assigning a listening key to it, and a list of commands you can issue to your Mac. You'll either be elated or disappointed that it works exactly as well as it ever has. Hi, Dan Miller, editor at Macworld here, and I wanted to share a tip about deleting files in the Finder. As you probably know, in the Finder you can press Command-Delete to quickly get rid of a file without selecting Move to Trash from a menu. You've been able to do that for a while now, but Mountain Line introduces a nice little tweak to that process. After you press Command-Delete, it now selects the next file in the folder. In earlier versions of OS X, it didn't select anything at all. So what, you ask? Well, let's say you have a bunch of files in a folder, and you want to go through them really quickly and decide which ones you can toss and which ones you want to keep. So you select the first file and press the space bar to do Quick Look on it. After glancing through that Quick Look preview, you decide the file can go, so you press Command-Delete. Thanks to this new tweak, the Finder will get rid of the file and immediately select the next one in line, opening it up in Quick Look, which means you can winnow a list of files really quickly. The new version of Safari that comes with Mountain Line adds a small but handy little feature. Let's say you want to rename one of the bookmarks in your bookmark bar. In earlier versions of Safari, you typically right-click on the bookmark, select Edit Name, then type in the new name. The new Safari makes that just a little bit easier. Now you can click and hold on the bookmark. The name will change into a little editing window where you can type whatever new name you want. Hi, I'm senior editor Dan Frakes. 
OS X's screen sharing feature has long been a convenient way to view the screen of a remote Mac and even control that Mac from your own. But before Mountain Lion, if you wanted to copy a file to or from the remote computer, you had to connect separately using file sharing. One of my favorite new features in Mountain Lion is the capability to copy files directly through screen sharing. When viewing a remote Mac, you can simply drag a file from the finder on your Mac into the screen sharing window to copy the file to the remote Mac. Similarly, you can drag a file out of the screen sharing window to copy the file to your own Mac. It's an obvious feature that people have been asking for for years. One way to protect your private data is to encrypt your drives. OS X's File Vault feature lets you encrypt your startup drive, but in Mountain Lion, it's easy to encrypt any drive you connect to your Mac, as long as the drive uses the GUID partition format, which most Mac formatted drives do. Just right-click or control-click any drive in the Finder or Finder window sidebar, and then choose the Encrypt command. Enter a password, verify that password, and provide a password hint in case you ever forget your password, and then click Encrypt Disk. OS X doesn't provide any real feedback on the process. Depending on the size of the drive, it could take anywhere from a few minutes to much longer. But once the drive unmounts and then mounts again, the drive is encrypted. Connect it to any Mac running Lion or Mountain Lion, and you'll be required to enter your password to mount the drive. Mountain Lion offers a number of handy options for sharing files with other people, but perhaps my favorite is Quick Look Windows. Select a file in the Finder and press Spacebar, and you get the familiar Quick Look Preview window. But in Mountain Lion, that window includes a new Share button. Click this button, which looks like a box with an arrow, and you can send the file using email, airdrop, messages, or other services you may have configured. Another neat trick is that if you right-click or control-click the Open button in the Quick Look window, you get a menu of all apps on your Mac that can open the selected file. This is Senior Editor Dan Morin. Mountain Lion's notifications are a great way to stay informed without constantly having to switch apps, but you can easily become inundated, especially if you use them for high-volume content like email. To cut down on the mail messages you're notified about, go to the General section of Mail's Preferences. A drop-down menu there lets you choose to receive notifications for only a subset of your new emails, just your inbox, only for those contacts you've marked as VIPs, just from people in your contacts, or only for a specific smart folder. If you don't mind the deluge, you can always choose to be notified for new messages in all mailboxes. Your Mac probably has its own internal speakers, but sometimes you long for better sound quality. If you've got an Apple TV hooked up to better audio equipment, you can easily pipe sound directly to it. Just hold down the Option key and click on the sound icon in OS X's menu bar. Select your Apple TV under Output Device, and you'll immediately hear all of your Mac's audio through the speakers connected to the set-top box. When you're done, just Option-click on the icon once more and select your default speakers. Installing new apps from the Mac App Store is pretty easy, but it can be frustrating to have to repeat the process for all of your Macs. Fortunately, Mountain Lion makes it simple to have new Mac App Store downloads automatically pushed to all of your computers. Just open up System Preferences, click on the Software Update pane, and select the checkbox next to Automatically Download Apps Purchased on Other Macs. As long as you're using the same Apple ID on all your Macs, they'll all receive any new apps you purchase. Hi, I'm Lex Friedman, staff writer for Macworld and Chris Breen's best friend. Notification Center is a great feature in Mountain Lion, inherited from iOS 5. Mac apps and websites can send little notifications that briefly appear at the upper right corner of your screen, ideally without seeming too invasive. But sometimes, you're deep in the middle of work and don't want any distractions from those notification banners. When the need for silence strikes, 
Get into Notification Center, either by clicking on the rightmost icon in your menu bar or using the two-finger gesture on your trackpad to show Notification Center. Then scroll up past the topmost notification to reveal a hidden option called Show Alerts and Banners. Slide the switch to off and notifications will be muted until the following day. The new Notes app in Mountain Lion didn't replace Stickies, that venerable macOS app for putting Post-it-style notes on your desktop, but it does make the older app seem a little longer in the virtual tooth than ever before. But you can turn your Notes app notes into pseudo-stickies with this simple tip. Double-click a note within the Notes app, and it pops open in a window of its own, one that remains on screen even if you close the main Notes window. That way you can leave your notes on the screen at all times, just like you used to do with your stickies. <laughs> the Reminders app in Mountain Lion looks an awful lot like its iOS counterpart, but it gains a couple features that, so far at least, iOS can only dream of emulating. To wit, as you type in a reminder on your Mac, you can add in a date and time, too. That is, rather than typing merely bowling with Chris and then adding the date and time for that reminder manually, you can instead type bowling with Chris next Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Reminders parses out the date data and schedules the reminder to sound at the specified time. And a bonus reminders tip. Command click on multiple lists in the sidebar at left and you can get a single view showing all your reminders across all your lists in one window. That wraps up what must be the shortest episode we've ever done. Short, true, but oh so sweet. I'd like to thank the three Dans, Lex Friedman, and of course, you for listening. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to drop us a line at podcast at macworld.com, or you can leave us a voicemail at 415-967-3622. This is Chris Breen reminding you that you can find more Apple, macOS, iOS, and technology news, views, and information at macworld.com. See you around.